The Fantasy Football Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your payout. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000 as well. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Last-minute tickets, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines as well. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free... To enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Emerson Berry, one of your hosts. I am also joined by Justin Bruni. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Sunday's always a good day. A lot of football going on, a lot of podcasting going on today. This is my third bout on the mic, so excited to get into it, talk some post-week six, some pre-week seven, and dive into the uh, waiver wire mailbag here. I uh, took the a lot of the week off this week. I went out of town, so I am back okay. at it after a few days so off the airwaves, actually. So had had some nice relaxation, ready to dive into some waiver wire action this week. As we usually do, we present this. We start, we tackle some of the biggest waiver wire questions of this week. So some of the injuries, the biggest changes in the depth chart, target shares, and things like that to begin. We'll start off with Liam Whitlock from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. He asks, is Kareem Hunt is available in my league? It looks like I will either lose CMC and David Montgomery or potentially both for week seven. Thoughts on picking mm-hmm. up Hunt? I have plenty of dead weight I can drop. I just, I'm just, i just curious how much fab I should spend with $72 remaining, 12-team PPR. I do have the questions up in front of me here, but you may want to check your connection there, Mr. Emerson. You were uh, you were going in and out there for me. I don't know if about for the listeners, but uh, I do have it in writing, so I know exactly what you were actually saying. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I mean, seventy-two bucks. If you're hurting like this with CMC and David Montgomery, and this is the best that's available, uh, what do you think? Twenty dollars, right around like thirty percent. I would spend probably 20, 30% sounds about right of, you know, I'd, I'd spend, you know, probably up to $32 on Kareem Hunt of that remaining budget, maybe even upwards of 
I can see if you were really desperate upwards of 42, it could be Kareem Hunt could just end up taking, you know, he is going to get the passing down work. He got a lot of the rushing attempts today. That figures mm -hmm. coming out of the bye, he gets a little bit more work. It would not surprise me to see him take this to be a 50-50 split or start leaning more to Kareem Hunt. So considering that, and we're getting, you know, we're getting to that time of year, you might just want to start, uh, you know, we're getting to desperate times, especially with injuries. I'd be willing to spend up to $42, depending on how desperate you are and your other running backs up on the roster, but somewhere between that $32 and $42. Yeah, I think the diagnosis on CMC and David Montgomery is definitely going to make a difference for the answer here. But of this $72, yeah, I would say anywhere from, yeah, 20, 21 to 25, 26 bucks. I don't know if I want to go too far beyond that. I'd like to have a nice little stash, you know, for the rest of the season, for the back end, for the back half. So I would maybe tread a little bit lighter. I mean, I like the situation for both of those guys. Jerome Ford definitely surprised me today. If Jerome Ford surprised me, goodness to think what, you know, my reaction was when I saw Kareem Hunt. Score that touchdown. I was very surprised by the Browns today, like many fans in the NFL. I don't know if this is what we want to expect week in and week out. I think he could very, just as very well bust as well as he did boom today. I, I mean, I don't think that you're going to have like a ton of conviction starting him maybe outside of next week, you know, filling in for some injured players or bye week guys, whatever it is. So it just depends on how much you really need to win. And, you know, if, like you said, both of these guys are out or none of them are out. I was surprised to see how well they played considering Deshaun Watson was out. Who knows how long he'll be out, but the offense, you know, could potentially sustain two, both these guys as well. Jerome Ford and more than Nick Chubb role, Kareem Hunt in his typical role that he's had in these last couple of seasons. So they wouldn't be out of the range of outcomes, especially if the touchdown opportunity in this offense goes up just a little bit. We'll keep it going though. The next question is from Ethan Sharp from Facebook. He asked, going to be missing Mixon and Pollard in week seven. Do you trust Salvin Ahmed to continue to contribute? What happens if Wilson comes back next week? I'm three and three and need a win, so can't afford to miss on waivers this week. Picked up Foreman this past week, but he was underwhelming. Spent $27 to roster him and have just $35 left. Options for me are Ahmed, Craig Reynolds, Jordan Mason, Darrington Evans, 14-team PPR. What are your thoughts, Justin? Mm, I don't really know how interested I am in Ahmed. I mean, he got the garbage time touchdown, right? I mean, it was like the last touchdown scored in the game, I believe, for the for the Dolphins. And he was splitting touches with Chris Brooks behind Raheem Mostert. And I've been on the train that Jeff Wilson is just as good, if not better, than Raheem Mostert. Thought he would be the lead dog in the house here of this group coming into the season prior to that late preseason injury. Uh, I got to imagine with the return of Jeff Wilson, it makes Salvin Ahmed a little less relevant. And I only felt like he was relevant today based off of the touchdown. Uh, I really don't love any of these guys, Emerson. I like, like Ahmed, Craig Reynolds. I mean, Reynolds wasn't even very good filling in for Montgomery today. They were giving Khalif Raymond carries. I think even Josh Reynolds took a carry. Darrington Evans, I, that's just ugly. That's just ugly. They were giving him some carries in the beginning of that game, but it was it was Foreman down the stretch. That's how I suspect the splits to be without or Herbert. You know, Roshan probably comes back next week, making Evans completely irrelevant. Jordan Mason also found the end zone this week. I, I guess I would say Mason and Ahmed are probably the most relevant, but, you know, people go and spend a bunch of money on Jordan Mason this week, and, you know, Elijah Mitchell winds up scoring the touchdown next week. You know, I, I, 
I just really don't love anyone in, in this group here. I'll rank them as Mason, Ahmed, Reynolds, Evans, but you know, take that with a grain of salt. Like I, I don't love any of these guys. I think maybe they were a little hard on Foreman. Fifteen carries, sixty-five yards. You know, just considering how the uh, you know the offense went, Justin Fields leaving today. You know that I don't think that's terrible. I think there's certainly. Hello, Jamie and Jonathan. How you doing? Tell my Robbie friends? I Thanks said for hi. Joining the live chat. <laughs> Robbie's a good guy. Um, just considering how the you know how the day played out for Chicago, I don't. I still think Deontay Foreman is going to have a, a you know a say in this backfield until Khalil Herbert returns. I see this still more as a timeshare. So I actually like probably Deontay Foreman next week, even over any of these guys that we are talking about. But Salvin Ahmed, the Dolphins have already shown that they that they will use the hot hand this, this season. Mm-hmm. And Raheem Mostert was back at it. You know, Salvin Ahmed is just, you know, maybe an injury away from a larger role. But Jeff Wilson, like you said, is coming back. I would say based on Jeff Wilson's previous roles, you know, his success, um, in relief of Saquon Barkley and his success with Miami Dolphins last season, I would say that he probably has a leg up on Salvin Ahmed, but it's truly hard to tell Jeff. If Jeff Wilson is still somewhere out on the waiver wire, I would spend 10 to 20%, depending on your how desperate you were at running back. The rest of these guys, Jordan Mason, I just I don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to miss next week. If he did, you know, you could throw a few bucks, you know, up. If you really needed a win next week, right. you're so, you know, you were desperate, you know, playoffs playoffs on the line, spend maybe 10 or 12 bucks it's, on him, but it's really contingent on those injuries though. Like it's still yeah. too early to know about Montgomery. Obviously, yeah. If it's more serious, you're going to spend more. Same thing with CMC. If it's more serious, you're going to spend more, you know. I think it sounds like here he's he has to start Deontay Foreman and he's looking to start one of these guys with him is what it looks like so I mean even again like that like you're not doubling down on the Bears backfield again I think Roshan's back next week so Evans is just completely out of this he's he's definitely in dead last year Mason had some upside even with CMC in the game you know we saw that last week as well he'd get a little bit more of an opportunity and that's just kind of been the MO in Shanahan's offense right like at the end of last year, we were all complaining, like, what the heck? Why isn't CMC getting 35 touches? Elijah Mitchell, he's not CMC. You know, it's just that kind of that complaint, that nag. That's how they're going to operate. They're going to use multiple backs. They're not going to overload CMC when when uh, when it's not necessary. So, yeah, Mason, Ahmed, Reynolds, take that information as you will. Yes, Craig Reynolds is somebody who I think we also saw – for example, you know, when he did play, got a chance to play with Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs got a lot of the rushing work too. So when Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. uh, gets back in the lineup, which could be next week, I don't mm-hmm. anticipate Craig Reynolds having a huge role. Jamie asking how the F did the Browns win. I'm on a live, but muted them to listen to your show. <laughs> Thank you for, for skip, skip it out for us, Jamie. We appreciate you checking in. Roshan, of course, we know you're a big fan, Jamie. Hopefully your boys back next week. Before we dive into more waiver wire talk, I just want to give uh, one more shout out to our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them and enjoy a spicy 100 times your payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit up to $500. 
$1,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy 2. 10, 10 lucky players will win 10K each. I continually love taking the under on Patrick Mahomes passing props. I'm a Chiefs fan, but you know, considering how the offense is, these big players always have very high numbers because everyone loves taking the over. So those are something I always like to take advantage of every single week. So watch along, make your picks, and we maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And of course, SGPN's second chance survivor is up. Already knocked out of your NFL survivor. Don't worry, we have you covered. Presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all. Start this weekend now, so sign up today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. All right. We are going to be diving back into the waiver wire this week. Omar Smith from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, well, who do you prefer? Shuba Hubbard or Kendrick Bourne, rest of season. 10-team PPR, both players are available. In my home league, I have $80 of fab left and will be 4-2. and two. Over to it's you, ugly. Justin. It's ugly, but I like Shuba Hubbard more. I mean, I think both of these guys had great performances this week. I don't believe that their week six performances are, you know, narratives that are going to follow them to the end of the season. You know what I mean? I think Shuba had a nice day. You know, Kendrick Bourne had a good day. Between the two, I like Chubba more, just someone that I was higher on coming into the season. Didn't really have a pulse on Kendrick Bourne with the Patriots entering the year. I mean, obviously, we see like he's probably going to lead the team in targets, you know, for the Patriots. I don't think that's that impressive because leading the, you know, Patriots in targets is like playing NFL fantasy football, but your best players in college leading that team in targets. Like it doesn't really matter. You know, they're just not of, they're not of value. They're not really of substance. Uh, I could just as well see Kendrick Bourne grabbing two catches next week for 29 yards rather than 10 for 89. Uh, Chuba, I think, will have a more consistent role on a team that will c- consistently want to run the ball to protect a young quarterback, whether Miles Sanders is there or not. So I'll, I'll take Chuba in that in that instance. Uh, Chuba is somebody I who thought has looked better than. Uh, Miles Sanders a lot of the season maybe Miles Sanders has that lingering uh, injury that he had uh, before the season could still not be healthy but he uh, Hubbard's looked like the more productive runner a lot this season I think I think he's going to continue to eat into that work share I love uh, stacking running backs at this time considering how valuable just any starter can be at this moment considering injuries piling up I was just telling Justin before the podcast that I have a team with JK, I had a team with J.K. Dobbins, who, of course, I already cut. This is a redraft league. Khalil Herbert, Devin mm. A. Chan, and David Montgomery, and all those guys are all gone. You know, it's it's just so yep. the running back position gets a brutal landscape. So give oh, me- it, it is right now, man. I uh, was I lost Monty this week. Herbert the week before that was missing Monty the week before that. You know, just like it's going back and forth. It's, it's terrible. Yes, and Kendrick Bourne, I think it's going to be tough for him to maintain a consistent role. Could be a different guy every week. Antonio Lopez in the chat. Would you do Kyron and Amari Cooper for Justin Jefferson at the moment? What do you think? Kyron is just so important to that Rams offense right now. They're not giving anyone else any run whatsoever. Matthew Stafford is not 
th- passing for touchdowns. Like it's, I'm not going to say it's Kyrene's offense because obviously Cooper Cup is still there. Puka has been excellent as well. But man, Kyrene, he's the pulse of that offense. Like I, I think you got to hang on to him. I got to believe he's a factor into your record, into your five and one record. Justin Jefferson stowing away. I mean, you might you might wind up being five and four by the time he comes back. If he even comes back, like there's a lot of talk that, you know, the Vikings, yeah, they won today. You don't get to play Chicago every week. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of uh, sentiment going around that even if Justin Jefferson is healthy enough to come back, there's nothing going to be, you know, worth coming back to with with the Vikings here. They're not going to be in a dire situation where he's necessarily needed. I I do not like that move. I'm going to hold. I don't love Amari Cooper, by by, by the way. I don't, I'm not like, you know, advocating holding on to him. If I could maybe work some other, you know, bench running back into this mix and Amari Cooper for Justin Jefferson and you have the receiver depth, I would be for it, but not giving up Kyrene. This is tough for me. You know, Justin Jefferson, I think just like Cooper Cup could end up getting right back to it once he comes back, could slide right back into that elite role, but it's tough to bank on four weeks from now. Is he going to come back right away from that too? Maybe wait till he's 100%. It's tough for me to risk my redraft team on that. So I'm like, we just, like hold, we just talked about players. how the running back landscape is just ever changing. You know what I mean? You got to hold on to these guys when they're rolling for you rather than trading them for somebody that's literally going to give you zero production for at minimum the next three weeks. Yeah, it's a little too risky for me at the moment, just considering how big of a chunk of the season that is. So I'm going to hold Amari Cooper side for the moment, but. Justin Jefferson is tough to pass on. Back to the waiver wire questions here. Matthew Bendello from Twitter asks, one of the teams in my league dropped Josh Downs. Slam dunk pickup, right? Do you think I'll have to spend on him? I have $56 left. Wondering how much is too much to spend based on my budget. I think he's a great stash, if not a respectable flex start based on his target share. 12 team PPR. What are your thoughts, Justin? Yeah, I mean, I want to get some Josh Downs. I, you know, kind of wish you didn't have to pay for it. Uh, how, how much? How, how much fob do they have left? Fifty something. I don't believe they said. No, they did not say in this specific. No, they have fifty six dollars. I'm sorry, fifty six dollars. Eighteen to twenty two. I mean, I, he's he's got to draw interest after this week. He's somebody who I would likely spend. T- I would I'd be hard pressed to spend twenty two dollars if if my wide receiver core was in decent shape unless it was really bad. I would yeah buys coming up next week a fair amount of buys. I'm most likely just going twelve dollars unless I really really need to start next week Mm -hmm. and I'm you know, but Josh Downs is somebody who I did highlight um, in my touchdown opportunity article who I hit on I hit on three. Three of the five, three of the four so far. I do have. I did. If Palmer plays. I talked about him. So, nice. but I did hit on three of the four, and he was one of them this week, along with Kyle Pitts, and I forgot who else I, I highlighted too. But so definitely check that out this week. I was on a little bit of a hot streak this week. Love <laughs> it, man. Love Jamie, it. shut, shut. Don't, don't. I appreciate you ditching. Like no I flex said, needed. Us, Jamie, we're 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 a little cooler. I know. Although although uh, I I have you know. Uh, Jamie, I do, I do uh, produce the big tilt over at Player Profiler, and he he did say that Chase Burnt, Chase and and his and his guy, uh, who was it, Jacob Sanderson, they, they, the best duo mm-hmm. out there. So we still have something to live up to, Justin. 
moving okay. on here. Um, Working on it. Alex Holmes from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. This is not a waiver wire question, he states. What is Adam Thielen's trade value? Wondering what running backs I can trade for. My receivers are Cup, Addison, Waddle, Allen, and Thielen. But my running backs are White, Algier, Madison. Lost Chubb as well. 12-team PPR. That's tough because I don't know who's going to be trying to you know, separate from running backs right now. Um, what do you think about Swifty? What about DeAndre Swift? Too expensive? Uh, I think that's a little... I, I would have a hard time letting go if I was a manager and had DeAndre Swift, even though I just Adam Thielen just so just, he just has to be used right now. Deion, mm-hmm. I I don't think most managers are going to sell you DeAndre Swift. If I you know let's pull if I was pulling up the rankings here, you know somebody Kyrene? who I think I don't think anybody's going to give you Kyron Williams right now. I don't I like, don't either. I would Kyrene, I wouldn't Kyrene. do it, but I'm I'm trying to think of like names that someone could have maybe acquired. With depth, I mean, someone could have easily paid for Kyrene off the waivers. So if you really Pacheco, I think is a reasonable one. Like you know, shoot for the stars, try to get Swift. But I think Pacheco is somebody I would settle for potentially if I was if I you know if you have Thielen. And uh, do you do you sell him for Stevenson? Stevenson found the end zone this week. I'm not. I'm I'm not for that. I would rather hold Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely would sell for Ramondre Stevenson just because he's a running back. And like I said, Adam, Adam Thielen is riding a hot streak. I just feel like it, the door, you know, the wheels could fall off at any moment. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm a little pessimistic, but Ramondre is somebody I would also sell for. Um, I had one other one I was thinking of. James, actually, I, I might hold, I was going to say James Cook, but I know no. da- da- Damian Harris did just have a, a tragic injury. And I hope, you know, I hope he's okay. And I, you know, that was tough to see, but. You know, that could expand the role for James Cook just a little bit. So uh, I was probably still just prefer Adam Thielen, though. But those those are some of the guys. Pacheco is one I, I think is a great target if you if you're an Adam Th- if you're an Adam Thielen owner and you and uh, maybe missed on so you couldn't get Swift or Kyron Williams. Moving uh, we've on. Got five clap in the chat asking about a good waiver wire this week. Oh, uh, just thing. yeah. So far we've covered, you know, Kareem Hunt. We've gone over some of these running backs like Ahmed Reynolds, Mason, Darrington Evans, Chubba Hubbard, Kendrick Bourne, Josh Downs. So just roll back through the show if you're, oh, you know, if you're trying to catch up. But uh, you have any other tight, top options? Ask oh, I didn't, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see the TE. <laughs> so I, I had That's one funny. highlighted here. Uh, I, I had one. Dalton Schultz, if he's available, is on a bit of a hot streak right now. Finishes the top six tight end in the last. A uh, few weeks. I, I don't. I know. I know, Justin. I know. Who is that? I, I change, is that my friend? I know, Emerson? It's, this, it's, it's this guy who who, who the that? NFL thinks sucks. I only said that the NFL thinks he sucks at football, and he sure enough, he's getting used. The thirty eighth highest paid punter in the league. If he was a punter, Dalton Schultz out there. Uh, Josh Oliver had a far bigger contract than he did, but anyway, I was dogging on Josh Dalton Oliver Schultz's scoring touchdowns, huh? Huh? But huh? Dalton Schultz, I mean, if he was going to be used this way, he needs to start yelling at his agent. He, it, it, I actually laugh. His, his contract, he ended up didn't making like six million dollars this year. Just how it all worked out and how they did the contracts, really weird. Mm-hmm. But um, nonetheless, he's being underpaid right now for the role that he has. So 
Belgian Schultz is a great player. You know, he's not available in every single league at the moment, though. He might be a little bit more of a, a, a shallower league guy, but mm-hmm. some of the if other looking guys. For, I was going to say, ahead. if you're looking for like a shallow league guy, I'd say Ty Conklin. Uh, not the greatest performance this week, but he's been given you know a bit of a safe floor for like deeper leagues, I'd say. Yeah, uh, totally agree. David Njoku, if he's available, and when Deshaun Watson comes back, I still think he is a uh, very good player out there. So those are some of the guys I would be targeting potentially. I know Hayden Hurst has had a rough few weeks, but I feel like at some point here, I feel like Hayden Hurst has to start taking on a little bit of a larger role in this offense, just considering how anemic mm-hmm. everybody else is, except for Adam Thielen. But it has not materialized yet as well, so I wouldn't be picking him up yet. But somebody certainly to keep an eye on. What a uh, what about Michael Mayer? He went five for seventy five today, led the yeah. Raiders in receptions. Yeah, I worry. I guess with with uh, Jimmy G heading out potentially uh, again, maybe he misses next again. week. I think you might be able to wait on him, but. You know, I do think I do like Michael Mayer as maybe a player down the season here. Might be a little tough to depend on, but in a good matchup, I think it's somebody you can pursue as well. I think he's a good stash. I don't think you're picking him up to like fire him up, but I think he's a good stash. You and I talked about him all offseason long. Uh, many, many positive attributes for Michael Mayer. Sure hands was at the top of the list. So definitely someone I'm, I'm liking to stash. Before we dive into the rest of the show, I just want to give a shout out to our friends over at Game Time. Ticket buying can be tough. It can be stressful trying to find the best price and not getting ripped off by these big ticket companies. Game Time has you covered in that area. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Browse through the Game Time app and talk about, you know, just going through here, I am a huge fan of buying my Chiefs and Broncos tickets, the concerts that I love going to, Tool, Pantera recently, Avenged Sevenfold. Some of those I all found on the Game Time app. Flash deals and last-minute tickets easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area images of seat views lowest price guarantee event cancellation job loss protection and so much more forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theaters and more the game time guarantee me joel always get the best price if you find t- tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 100 of the def- difference Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win big, bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game line. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer as well tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven plays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code CIT. 
SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're back. Jamie, my friend, I appreciate the shout out. Great to have you in our, you know, we love all the listeners, but we we love probably, we love, we, I won't say probably, we love Jamie the most because he is when our, Jamie definitely our most smiles, dedicated. We appreciate it. takes you, me miles. <laughs> Just Smokey, friends? No? Anyone? No? I, I, I don't, I don't know if I got that reference. I'm a young, I'm a young. Brian Reynolds? Guy. Just friends? Just friends. Jamie! Oh, no, what was that movie? Okay, wow. Okay. All right. Whatever, was that man. was that the movie? He was like a nerd, a nerdy guy. He used to be a nerd, and then he. They uh, put him in they, the fat suit. Yeah, they put him yeah, in the fat yeah, suit. Yeah, okay. like, yeah. But I'm so fat. I probably haven't seen that since high school. That bringing me yeah. way back. I love it. Waiting as a, as a restaurant man. Anybody who hasn't way, seen Waiting, way better. Royals, way classic. better, but classic. both very good still. But both very good still. And and Just Friends has way more Jamie references. <laughs> check out both those movies great ryan reynolds movies and of course you know you would think ryan reynolds was a produces podcast as well but Smokey the cat in the chat trade allen and jacobs to get chase i have burrow as a backup uh i'm good with that i'm really good with that actually if that's all it costs like i wish it that's what i could pull off yeah, I'm good with that. I, you know, it kind of hurts giving up Josh Allen, but Josh Allen. Now when you, you know, have Burrow, at, you know, Burrow, I, he's been he had another kind of I just think lackluster day today. So I don't know if Burrow is going to be that locked in elite quarterback. But I'm mm -hmm. not sure Josh. You know, I'm not sure any quarterback is this season. Even but you're Josh you're building the stack though. Days. He has he has Burrow, and he's going to stack him with Chase. So I mean, like I I just see a lot of upside in this in this uh, acquirement. Yeah, I'm not a big I, I don't stacking in a redraft in, in redraft leagues you know I, i'm a stacker in best ball you know I, i'm fine with it you know it's if it's fine it just doesn't hurt or help me you know i, I don't particularly they think, uh they got their bad games out of the way i mean what did what did chase do today still six for 80 i mean come on now a lot of targets once again dominates targets see higgins getting nothing out there um back at it though over here continuing on the waiver wire talk I was down to, I believe, this is Mallory Vespertine from Facebook. I'm undefeated in my office league. Officially 6-0. Congrats. Looking for players to sash for the rest of the season. Here are my options. Who do you like the most for the second half of the fantasy season? Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson, Brandon Cooks, Zach Charbonnet, or Tyler Algier? Justin, I'll throw must it over have, to uh, you. It's a 10-team PPR league. Must have a lot of roster spots. Um I'm going to go with Tyler Algier. I mean, that seems like it makes the most sense. Maybe it's a little bit too consistent with like the preseason narrative that he'll have a role. I just cannot buy into Zeke Elliott or Ramondre Stevenson. Gibson had a touchdown today. I think he's a very good handcuff because if Brian Robinson were to get hurt, I think that that usage for Antonio Gibson becomes far more friendly because they may not be able to just give him a ton of run up the middle. They may give that to Chris Rodriguez. But you'll see a lot more opportunities still for Gibson. So I guess I would go with him after Tyler Algier. And then Brandon Cooks, Zach Charbonnet. Those two are they've been ghosts. Like I don't even they've been doing nothing. Uh yeah, I'll go Algier, Gibson. Golly. Uh, it's like a black hole after those two. 
Uh, wow. I guess Zeke, because he actually like does get stats. Like he actually like does get production. Brandon Cooks and Zach Charbonnet like put him on the side of a milk bottle. Like I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. Algier, Gibson, Zeke, Cooks, Charbonnet, Charbonnet, Cooks. I I really can't make up my mind. They're both bad. I mean, the situations are bad. Charbonnet, good handcuff, but like, do you really think like they would just give him a ton of run if Walker got hurt? I mean, I I don't know who else they would get run to if Walker got hurt. They're the only two backs out there. So I do think Charbonnet is a good stash. You know, I think his he could end up being, you know, top 15 play as soon as well, if, if yeah. Walker were injured. You know, so I think I, he's interesting. Yeah. Somebody, you know, if 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 the rosters are a little deeper and you have just an open spot, he's somebody I'd certainly, you know, be stashing, like I said. Brandon Cooks, yeah, I mean the Dallas is has, has they haven't played a normal game the entire season. It seems like they're either winning by thirty or they're losing by thirty. It's kind of tough to judge at that point. But Brandon Cooks clearly not, you know, CD Lamb isn't even getting hardly any looks out there, so it's tough for Brandon Cooks as well. So Brandon Cooks is somebody I'm okay leaving on the waiver wire. Tyler Algier is still getting about fifty percent of the rush attempts, so gotta you know. And as we get into these drier bye weeks, injuries beginning to pile up. Tyler Algier is valuable. Zeke Elliott got a touchdown today. You know, all these Ugh, guys it's are so dirty, though. It's so dirty. You know, all any of these players are potentially low end flex options, maybe with Zach Charbonnet and Brandon Cooks being kind of at the bottom of that very, very low end flex options. But, um, you know, there are there are players that all have potentially a lot more value based on, you know, what happens in front of them with injuries as well. So these are more stash plays, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're six and oh, like, I don't even know if you need these players, you know, like I I get the question, like you want to just, you know, throw it on the bench, leave them there, hope for the best. But realistically, I mean, if, if we're following the handcuff narrative, any one of these guys could, you know, be a top 15 player with their counterpart, you know, out, whether it be injury or what, what have you. So, Ugh. I did look at Zach Charbonnet, uh, five yards uh, per carry. Not bad. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I'm walking back Zach Charbonnet a little bit. You, you sold me a little bit on him. Yeah, I mean, he gets he he gets some passing down work still. Kenneth Walker showing a little chops out there, but you know the and I didn't haven't seen the snaps this week yet, and I won't probably see that until tomorrow. But mm-hmm. uh, he has been running more routes than Kenneth Walker. So that's, that's happened already for Zach Charbonnet. He's just a Kenneth Walker still getting all that goal line work, which is important. So. Right. Burrow okay. been popping Jay. I think like I said, I thought Burrow was just okay today. So, oh, poop poop. Yeah. That that's more. Yeah. That's, that's, that's more accurate. I think. Okay. Not, not popping, but so Burrow still has a little bit of ways to go. Maybe still recovering from that calf injury, but they are on a bye next week. Over to Ram Tucker from Twitter. I'm guessing Montgomery is going to miss time. This will be his second injury of the season, and this time it's a shoulder. Should I target Craig Reynolds or Jordan Mason on waivers? Not sure what's going on with CMC yet, but our waivers are really thin for running back. I could also pick up Salvin Ahmed or Dalvin Cook. I'm desperate. Help me, 12-team PPR. Was it a shoulder or a rib injury for David Montgomery? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was maybe a, a rib injury, I thought. Confer- shoulder, while I'm confirming that. Shoulder, shoulder sounds... Uh, I feel, I think that's what they may have said on TV. Yeah, it's it's a rib injury on the television. Okay. So rib injury, tomato, uh, tomato. His previous injury was a a leg injury, I believe. mm -hmm. 
Yep. So this is, it tough. is a real injury uh, for David Montgomery. So, you know, considering that I'm just, I don't think this is going to cause him to miss a crate. I could be wrong, you know, but typically it's not, I don't think, see this as an injury, maybe, maybe a week or two injury. So Craig Reynolds, like I said, with, uh, considering Jameer Gibbs could also come back. Craig Reynolds is somebody who mm-hmm. I just don't have a lot of faith in. Jameer Gibbs got a lot of that rushing work when they were both out there without David Montgomery. Jordan Mason is certainly if CMC were we were to find out he was going to miss, but neither. I guess I almost would. Say, I guess once they Craig Reynolds, just because I think David Montgomery is probably a little bit more likely to miss next week's game than CMC actually. But I would definitely prefer Jordan Mason to start next week if both were out. I would certainly start Jordan Mason. So that's kind of the catch twenty two there. So. I would definitely keep an eye out on the injury report ahead of Tuesday night. Jordan Mason spend maybe upwards of 10 to 12% of CMC were to miss. He's probably just going to miss a game if he did miss a game. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on that injury report. Salvin Ahmed, like we were telling, talking about a little bit before is also interesting. What are your thoughts, Justin? Just like before, I don't like any of these guys. Uh, I mean, who uh Jordan Mason I guess would be you know leading the the pack here. I think Dalvin Cook could be an interesting stash in this scenario, but not someone that you're looking to pick up to start. I just don't see I just don't see anything with these guys like talent-wise. Like Craig Reynolds has never impressed me. Jordan Mason, he looked good today. Does that mean he's good at football? I don't really know. Salvin Ahmed again, looked good today. I've liked him in the past. Super inconsistent. Usage never really there. I just don't feel like they just like love him. If Wilson comes back next week, I don't see a role for him. The only reason I like Dalvin Cook here is just because I know who Dalvin Cook is. And when given volume, if Brees Hall were to go down, I'd really like to have me some Dalvin Cook. But that's probably not going to be the case next week. So we're left with Jordan Mason. I just don't think Craig Reynolds is anything that special. Uh, the corpse of Dalvin Cook, I, I just don't think has any juice left in this offense. He's just, this offense needs a, you know, behind a bad offensive line, I think you need an explosive running back like Hall, you know, to make break a big play, to make a, a move on somebody. Dalvin Cook, I just, you know, he's doing nothing out there. And I think that's going to continue no matter if Brees Hall were to miss time or not. So Dalvin Cook is somebody I'm leaving on the waiver wire, somebody I'm not considering, at least it's the deepest of deepest leagues. Chandler. Costino, Costino, yeah. So I have Fields and Stroud can only hold two quarterbacks. Fields could miss next week with the dislocated thumb on the throwing hand, and Stroud is on a bye. Should I trade Stroud? I don't know. Can you get Sam Howell for him? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're going to get for for CJ Stroud. Like his numbers have been good, but he's coming off one of his lower games outside of the Baltimore Ravens game. This is one of her, one of his lesser performances. So it's uh, it's tough to say what you can get for him. I'm, I mean, I'm, I know there's quarterbacks that you can start next week that you can get for him. I know that the Kenny Pickett owner will gladly trade you Kenny Pickett for C.J. Stroud, but that's not something you're trying to do. Um, Maybe you can only hold two. Game. I mean, you can only hold two. I don't get that. I mean, some leagues have weird rules. Uh, Brock Purdy maybe off a bad game. Uh, I just don't see that happening. No, Gino I mean, you Smith could guess possibly. Oh, you know, that he's been terrible, terrible. I mean, what was it today? I mean, it was, it wasn't that great. He today. Had, yeah, he had two point, interceptions and no, yeah. no, no touchdowns. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't know if yeah. he has a multi touchdown game this season, actually. Now that I think about it, yeah, 
It's tough. Yeah, looking at it here, Sam Howell, I would much rather hold C.J. Stroud, but I, if you were desperate and you needed a win, I could understand. Sam that. Howell's the only answer I'm coming up with here because he still doesn't have necessarily like the name recognition. And, you know, people might think he's a fraud. I don't think he's a fraud. I think he's been pretty solid. Is, but Is somebody going to sell you Matthew Stafford potentially? Kind of want CJ Stroud more. I think I'll just. I mean, but if, I mean, if you're going to have to, I would prefer Matthew Stafford over Sam Howell, even though Sam Howell's actually been a better fantasy quarterback. But um, yeah, yeah, I disagree. I'll take Sam Howell. I mean, the okay. situations are really not that different when you think about it. Bad offensive lines. They're trying to run the ball a fair amount. It's, some weeks it's not really working for uh, the Commanders, and Howell has to pass more. I mean, he's dropping back a lot. Uh, well. I suppose there are two suggestions. You can pick your favorite one, Chandler. Uh, you know, I I was suggesting St- uh, Stafford, and he was suggesting. Uh, if you can do that, then yeah, do that. I mean, if that's possible, do, would you? I don't. I don't see that type of trade happening in my in my leagues. Um, but if you can no, pull that off, I don't think so. Yeah, I, a, I would by all means go ahead. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, my friend. Stroud and Evans for Burrow. And Debo, I mean, well, I mean, Mike Evans, hey, I mean, he's trying if they to, press I mean, yes, Evans then do it. Good. If the if the offer is good, then do any of those offers that you have there. I mean, you know your league better than we do, right? So, I mean, if this is a trade that can get through in your league, then I, I would do it. I mean, I mean, it's not as crazy, I guess, as we may. I, I, you know, Mike Evans has picked up a lot of value. So it's not, I mean, it's not crazy. I don't think it's going to get it done. It's when you're getting a quarterback upgrade. Debo Samuel's kind of, Similar to Mike Evans, kind of that big play guy, kind of boomer bust kind of nature to him. So I would try to go for that trade, but I don't know if it'll get it done. Is Goff a good start next week against Ravens? My Stroud is on bye, and only Jimmy G and Ritter are on waiver wire. You got to ride with Goff. You got to ride with Goff. Yeah, I mean, Goff is starting. I think, you know, he's a consistent starter in one quarterback league's as far you know, as far as I as I can tell, you know, quarterback ten on the year, quarterback three, quarterback four performances these last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm locking lot uh, Jared Goff in in most matchups. You know, a little bit tougher against the Baltimore Ravens next week, but they've had mm. enough. But you know, it's kind of hard to tell what you're going to get from Baltimore on any given week. Kind of a little bit of a defense that shows up some weeks, some weeks it doesn't. Battling some injuries throughout the year as well on on the defensive side, so. Yeah, I'm riding with Jared Goff next week. Would not be considering either of those other two quarterbacks. What about uh, Jared Goff versus uh, Deshaun Watson next week? Who 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 would you start? Who's who's the guy there? This is a bait question. This is this is this is just a <laughs> give me a hard time question. Uh, it is. Uh, Jamie, it is. Uh, this uh, this bet's not going that that great. Although. I'd have to look at the fantasy points per game at the moment. We have 19.36, according to Sleeper, for Jared Goff on fantasy points per game. Watson's got to be like 16. I almost almost want Sean Watson to keep missing games so I can get out of this bet because I I hope he misses like two more games and then I can can check out of this bet. You can. You can. uh, That might be. It doesn't sound like it. We'll see uh, Chris, here. Chris wanted to bring the question back with Jimmy going against Chicago, still going with golf. Yes, Jimmy left this game with an injury. I'm not certain of the severity yet, but he just keeps getting banged up. And the Bears were actually somewhat impressive up against Kirk Cousins today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna still hold off of Jimmy. 
There's too much volatility. I'm close to the situation. Big, big Jimmy G guy. Okay. Big fan. Love the work. Not, not against Chicago. Not against Chicago. No, thank you. 18.47 points for Deshaun Watson. So that's not true. about a point. I'm telling. That's not true. <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. What are you telling me? That what are you, are you using like four point passing touchdowns or some shit? Deshaun Watson has 18.47 points. He scored 19, 20, and nine points. Apparently, that comes out to I'm I don't I'm not good at math, and I'm not going to break it out for the show right now. But supposedly, that breaks down to 18.47 points per game. All right, we'll see. We'll see, bud. <laughs> so less than a point. Oh, I should have put in like it. a scenario, like if you miss the amount of games, you have to instead of going bald, you have to go gray. Yes, this is a head shave. You got to go for the end uh, of the year. Uh, Watson power gray Jared move. Goff. I have Deshaun Watson. He has Jared Goff. The loser has to shave their head. Winner in fantasy points per game. So check that out in December to see who is going to have hair by January. Who's going to be bald on Christmas? Let's ride. Sergi and Dino from Reddit asked, Devin Singletary is available in my league. He looked good today despite how bad the Texans' line is. The Texans are on a bye week next week. How much fab should I spend with the Texans not playing again until week eight? I'm, guess, I, I'm guessing it should be less, but he's performed well the last two weeks, 12-team PPR. Does it say how much fab they have? No. Uh, less than 10% with them on by. I, I don't think – I mean, the, the situation is sticky with running back in fantasy right now. I'm going to say 10 to 12% probably. I, I wouldn't do it this week, maybe next week, but I don't think any running back's been that productive well, in Houston this year. I think Singletary scored a touchdown last week, and this week he yeah, I mean, was actually pretty pretty good on a per-touch basis. Yeah, I mean on a on a per touch basis, but yeah, like I said, it's just it has been he's you know six points, you know, he's fine, you know, didn't score. T- yeah, like I said, I just with in a in a split timeshare with Damian Pierce and uh really the offense not going through the running backs anyway. I just don't really see a ton of upside with Devin Singletary, but you know, mm-hmm. next week if he's available on the waiver wire, you know, maybe ten you know, maybe ten percent. If you were desperate at running back, but he's not. Somebody well, don't wait till then. Stuff. Just when he's available for free, get him 5% for free. This week. 5% this week or free. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even like, yeah, 5% at most if you were bidding on him this week, I think. Uh, Chris is coming back saying he thinks he's a clown for starting Jayon Dotson. I mean, I know a lot of people that would have to be considered clowns. Uh, so don't worry about it, man. It's all good. It's going to happen. It's fantasy. It's supposed to be fun. Don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, and I think Sam Howell is actually playing well. I mean, like he threw three touchdowns today, and Atlanta really held him in check, but he was still able to walk away with really good fantasy value. Uh, he's been he's been solid, so I, I really don't hate what he's doing. If anything, I want Ron Rivera gone so we get more control of Eric Bieniemy and let him run this process. And I don't know. I still think the offense would flourish even more than it is right now. You know, I don't think anybody expected Curtis Samuel to kind of take the role that he is either. He was a good uh, waiver wire target that we talked about <laughs> these a, last couple weeks. There's a clip of me and Andrew going back and forth between, like, I'm team Terry and he's team Dotson. <laughs> and then at the end of it, I'm just like, well, what if we're just both dumb? <laughs> and it's Curtis Samuel. And that's exactly, exactly what it's been. And we were both like, nah, couldn't be. <laughs> yeah. 
Curtis Samuel, yes, that's that's been the guy this year so far. He was a guy – he was the other player I highlighted yeah. in my uh, article so that it would score a touchdown this nice. week, and he nice. did score a touchdown. So, like I said, a little – Logan Thomas, too. Logan Thomas, too. But to, this week was a down week for Logan Thomas. Anyone thought that the Browns would beat the Niners? Shut the well, up. That's from yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that, that was a surprise. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but they did lose Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. So Brock Purdy, a little lost without those guys in the lineup. So clearly, clearly. I, I expect that to change. You know, once they get back, I think the four George Kittle seemed a little more. lost without those guys as well. I believe he just had one catch. I mean, come on now. Yeah, but the offense whole struggle and George Kittle's boom or bust now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only going to have one one great game in every three or four games at this point, and then you know, it's going to be kind of it's going to be kind of hit and miss at this point for George Kittle. So somebody who I'm just kind of considering as a mid to low end tight end one at this point, mm-hmm. you know, just as likely to score twenty as he is three points, and you know, he's somebody I've been fading just a bit, but. Continuing on on the waivers, Gabe Conti from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, Taysom Hill is available in my league. He put up numbers today, but my other tight ends are Laporta and Thomas. Should I bother with Hill? I'm fifth in waiver priority, 12-team PPR. No. No. If I mean, if you can get him for free, that's fine, but I wouldn't waste your waiver priority. I just keep trying to climb that climb that ladder and then hold that one spot and until you absolutely need it. So I would not waste your waiver priority on Taysom Hill, especially if you have Sam Laporta, like top five tight end in, in the in fantasy right now. No. Yep, Sam Laporta has been very good. Taysom Hill notoriously oh. has a few big games every year. Couldn't Is that going to happen in Week Nine started. when the Lions are on by? You know what I mean? Like, probably not. Right. So exactly. Taysom Hill, extremely tough to trust. You'll never know when to start him. So yeah, I'm 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 always fine leaving Taysom Hill on the waiver wire. Uh, only a best ball play or you know a DFS play, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, we know, Jamie. It's gonna. I could be me. Like I said, I just need Deshaun Watson to miss two more games. Just go ahead and sit. You know, maybe take a couple more, Deshaun. Loser's Watson. way out. We gotta. Sit, sit we're gonna out, have to sit, think of like a punishment or something if you lose sit, sit, you lose yeah, your way sit, out. Sit, something sit out lighter. More, sit out a couple more games to Sean Watson and then uh, come back. Make sure you're healthy when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Lennox from Twitter asks, "Not a waiver question. I want to trade Joe Mixon. What running back or wide receiver should I look for in return? Twelve team PPR." Ew, Joe Mixon off a bad week. Uh, Cortland Sutton's been really good, but I feel like that's an adequate answer still for the expectation. Uh, maybe Josh Downs. Like, I don't, I don't really know what type of market you can get for Joe Mixon. I mean, and redraft. Uh, uh, I guess Najee Harris, you could get back, but you wouldn't want to do that. You know, Joe Mixon is a. I'm not. You know, I don't know if he is the best sell at the moment because he is. You know, he's he not the RB eighteen at the season just because he's been getting the volume, but just hasn't been very efficient with how the offense has been running. Zach Joe, Moss efficiency has always been a little bit of an issue for Joe Mixon, but Zach Moss maybe. I, I would actually prefer Joe Mixon just because I do think Jonathan Taylor is eventually going to dial it up. 
you know, as far as the wide receiver goes that he was asking about, man, it's it's pretty tough at the moment. I guess Flowers. Zay, I was just about to say Zay Flowers potentially. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, Terry McLaurin, even Terry. That's a good one. I like that one. I like Terry. Uh, going down the list a bit more. I don't know how somebody feels about Debo Samuel at the moment. They could feel a little nah, bit. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to do that. Regardless, the the Niners' offense is just too clicking when uh when it's when it's healthy. Uh, oof. I mean, maybe like Gus Edwards in a receiver. Nico. I, I, like Nico a two Collins, for one, maybe? maybe. Yeah. Nico Collins going on a bye, but yeah, I feel you. Or actually, I think I think they both are. I think Mixon's on a bye next week too. Yeah, um, those are some of the guys I would consider. I think there are some options where you might be able to get a two for one, like maybe like a, a Chubba Hubbard and a in a receiver, maybe Gus Edwards and a receiver. Um, Chris Godwin. I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe someone wants to sell Evans on a down week. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, either yeah. of the Tampa Bay wide receivers yeah. too, I think are good options. So I agree. That would be a couple of my thoughts. Uh, Joe Mixon, but like I said, maybe wait for a big week because Joe Mixon at some point here might be due for a big week because he's certainly still getting the volume. And I don't think he's mm. ever, you know, I don't think he's going to be a threat of losing it this season at least. Chris back in. I wasted my waiver number one priority on DeMarcado because I was desperate for a running back because. My Sanders and Gibbs were down and only had Moss on the bench. Yeah, it happens, unfortunately. You never quite know how the running back situations are going to shake out. Definitely a – yeah, it definitely looks like it could be Ingram, but James Conner hopefully going to be back sooner rather than later as well. You know, we talked about him, I think, already a little bit, but we're going to finish up over here with a question from Zay Bunch on Reddit talking about Sam Howe. Is is he a reliable starting quarterback in one quarterback leagues? And how much of your one hundred dollar fat budget would you be willing to spend on him? Mm. Twelve team PPR of one hundred. Like I have the full bag still. Ah, uh, they didn't state specifically, but you know, considering our original one hundred dollar budget, at least. See, the problem is with with single QB leagues is you really don't typically have to overspend on a quarterback. Like if I have to imagine if Sam Howell is on waivers, like there are some owners in your league that are just willing right now to settle for less, like starting Dak Prescott, starting Derek Carr, starting Matthew Stafford, starting Dan Jones when healthy, um, starting Geno Smith, starting Russell Wilson. I would take Sam Howell over all of those guys. So your league is already down on Howell if he's still available. I would say... Uh, 10 to 15 percent i mean that that's with the that's with the belief that you probably have more of your fob still if you have less maybe you do need to get more aggressive maybe you do actually have to spend a higher amount or a higher percentage but again like if he's available then i have to just imagine that your league is just devaluing the position period they're just like cool i'll ride out with those those names that i just mentioned uh maybe even jordan love you know i would definitely still start sam Howell over jordan love Sam Howell, yeah, I'll, I think I'll say fifteen percent max. I mean, if you take out the one game where he had like zero points, I mean, he's been very good. I mean, you'd be happy starting him every single week this season. He's clearly, you know, I don't know if he's the long term answer, but 
he is airing it out and he's willing to air it out for sure. And he has been a very good fantasy player, Eric Bianney being a little more creativity. So if you were desperate at quarterback, I'd I'd spend five, seven percent, you know, five, seven bucks on you know, on a hundred dollar budget, depending on how desperate you were. If other people were hoarding quarterbacks and it just happened to be mm-hmm. Sam Howell on the waiver wire, but like Jonathan saying in the chat, maybe you know, if 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 that is the case, like Justin's saying, you know, nobody's been too aggressive on quarterbacks. See if you can get them for free. Yeah, we'll I, I just have to believe that your your league is, you know, like I said, utilizing those types of uh, quarterbacks. Someone's got to be starting Ryan Tannehill or Mac Jones. I mean, in one quarterback league, you know, it, things are always pretty thin. Yeah, somebody's probably starting Geno Smith still. You know, there's a couple guys here that people probably aren't moving off uh, of quite yet. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap it up, though. Justin, you have anything going on this week at SGPN that you want to shout out? Everything and everything. We got uh, we got the Start Sit episode coming out Wednesday night. We're going to have Joe Pepe on the episode. That'll be a lot of fun. I've That's got uh, fantasy hockey every Sunday morning now, so we got that pod dropping. Thursday, I'll be on with Pat Callahan on Jacob Sports, so come on by. We're here. The lights are always on. Joe's a fun guy. I work with him over at Faceoff Sports Network. So definitely check that out, everybody. Yes, and we will be back next week talking about waiver more waiver wire action week eight. I'll be releasing my uh, touchdown, uh, you know, my flex starters based on touchdown opportunity article, you know, some deeper league flex options. Yeah, and like I said, I hit on three or four this week. We'll see if Palmer plays. I'll have an opportunity to hit on four or five tomorrow, but if not, three or four this week i'll certainly take it so maybe check that out next week and see if i can continue on my hot streak take it easy everybody jamie chris jonathan everybody we really appreciate you checking out the live stream chandler thank you so much Smokey the cat have a great night everybody and we will see you again next time we appreciate it